everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we're gonna talk about enhancing the client's experience and what things you can do for free that can do that today. So the first thing that you can do is change the way that you greet your client. This is something that will automatically put them at ease and just feeling a little bit more of a positive emotion, especially if they're new. So if you think about entering a place for the first time, you usually don't know where to sit. You don't know who you're going to be greeted with, if you're going to be greeted at all. Um, You don't know if you're sometimes in the right place. A lot of people in our industry rent a space within another space. So especially then, we need to be the first ones greeting them. Um, And they just need to feel at ease and not uncertain because that one feeling can contribute to just having a little bit of a negative experience. But if we can add a positive part immediately, it already sets us up for the rest of the appointment being positive. So this might mean using their first name saying, you must be Tiffany, instead of saying, hi, can I help you? If they are coming into a space where you're renting a spot and there's a bunch of other businesses in that building, make it extremely clear how you will greet them. So you can say, come straight to suite 101, and that will be to your left as soon as you walk in, or just giving them some type of heads up of what that is like. You could also put a video on your socials, just what it's like to walk in the building so that they can see what it will look like. I know this might sound silly, but for people with anxiety, this is which is very common, um, it will help a ton. Uh, so greeting them by name, giving them an idea of what to expect when they walk in or where to go when they walk in, or just being there, being the first person that they see when they walk in. If you're in a salon setting, I think that instead of just waiting for the receptionist to tell you when a client is there, be at the front already expecting them because it just changes um, it just changes their experience a little bit because you're the one greeting them. You're smiling. You're looking excited. So that was actually another one on my list was to look excited and smile at them anytime that you're facing them. If you look kind of upset... Um, or like you don't expect them to be there yet, this could look like you having a conversation with a coworker or someone else that works there or checking out your previous client. Um, You're not able to fully give them a great check-in experience whenever your attention's on something else. I just feel like that initial interaction is so important to get right. So whenever I think of client experience or really anything in my business that I want to enhance, I really sit there and think about what tiny little things are just available to change. Another way that you can kind of enhance that greeting is also having a little sign. Um, Say you're in a salon setting and you you work in that salon. If you have a little sign saying, welcome Sharon, um, for their first time, I think that's kind of cute. The second thing that I think is super helpful for enhancing a client's experience and is completely free is timing your services correctly. So don't book yourself out for an hour if you're still going to be at an hour, like checking those last placements or adding those last few lashes. If you go over even by a minute on your service, um, you should consider changing your timings. So if you're working back to back and you work for yourself and you don't have a receptionist, I would consider adding a buffer time to your appointments that would include enough time to properly check out your guest, to reset your room, and then to properly greet your next guest. 
If you're going to do this, you have to make sure that your timing is also priced correctly, but we're not talking about that today. We're just talking about in general, if you're timing your prices correctly, I'm sorry, if you're timing your services correctly, your clients will have a better experience because you're not rushing, you're prepared when they come in, and you're able to give them a proper goodbye and not just like, get out of here, my next client is here. Third one is to display your aftercare products. This serves as decor. It's eye candy. It looks attractive. It also makes you look professional. I think that this goes hand in hand with having a space that looks nice, which we will get into in just one second. But on a day-to-day basis, it is free to sell aftercare. Initially, yes, there is a price to carry aftercare products, but Every day when you're actually with clients and educating them on lash extensions and how to take care of them, this is something that um, just looks extra attractive when you have those products already and it's not, oh, you can go buy it on this link. So they might, instead of buying it at the link that you're telling them to buy it, they might go try and find a different version of that on Amazon or something like that. Um, Or they might just try and make a concoction on their own. So Definitely have retail products to sell. Don't encourage them to make a baby shampoo mixture. We should already know collectively that that is not the best option for lash extensions, but there are amazing lash cleansers on the market and we should be displaying them and and showing them in a really um, alluring way. Uh, That way we can just say, oh, yep, we have it in stock. Selling aftercare in general will make your work look better if they're keeping up with cleansing, if they're using lash serums. Your work will just look better for longer. I will say, though, when someone is using a lash serum, the work will look more grown out during lash fills. So it's that much more important for that client to understand that they need to rebook every two weeks And really nothing beyond that, not because the work is not going to be still attached. It just is going to be very grown out. And so to get that very full lash line, you're going to want to book your fills regularly. So that is something um, with lash serums that I always make sure to let clients know. And then with cleansers, I check in with a client every single time that I see them on where they're at with their cleanser. I also have it notated the last time that they purchased something, which is also a free thing that you can do, is to notate those things so that whenever you're checking them out, it doesn't sound like the same exact thing every single time. Are you good on cleanser? Are you good on cleanser? Stop asking that. I know you purchased cleanser In May, you should probably be needing another one by now. How are you doing on that? That sounds like a lot more room for the client to have accountability on where they are with their aftercare routine. Um, If they are taking six months plus to go through a cleanser, chances are that they're probably not cleansing them as they should. When they start doing that, when they start purchasing their cleanser regularly because they are cleansing regularly, Chances are that your work looks really soft and fluffy all of the time. It's lasting a long time, um, and the client's eyes are just healthy and happy. 
during the service, I use that time, the beginning to kind of check in with them on how they liked their last appointments styling. Um, did you want to change anything to the length? What about the shaping? Do you like how we elongated it a little bit more last time? Is that too much? What about the curl? Do you need anything a little bit more perky? Do you have anything exciting coming up? Um, because in the case where they might be doing like a photo shoot or something fun or special occasion, we can maybe bend the rules a little bit more, add more fullness or length or something like that, where for long-term wear, I might not recommend that. That's all up to you as the artist, but whenever you check in in the beginning versus just jumping straight into, hey, how are the kids and how was your weekend? It gives them no room and no opportunity to tell you if they want something different. You just start working on them and you guys are lost in conversation. And then she's internally saying, dang, I never got to say that. Um, and then she's just kind of feeling these things. And as you're talking, she might not be listening fully. She might be thinking like, you know, I really wanted something changed, but I didn't say anything. And so again, that's about the client's experience. She's going to say she loves you and she loves coming to you, but her experience internally might be a little bit off because she's not fully getting what she wants every single time because you're not allowing her the opportunity to tell you. So I also make sure to um, leave time for that relationship to build. So after we talk about professionally what they want different in their service today, we then can talk about whatever they want to talk about. I don't try to lead the conversation. Some people do like to sleep or listen to their own podcast or something like that. But I do like to give them the floor if they want to talk about something. Um, and you can kind of read the room and tell if they want to talk or not. The end of the service or say I'm doing a full set, I'll put this usually in the middle or a time when I know that they just woke up. So if they've gone to sleep, I don't try and wake them up to talk to them about cleansing their lashes. I kind of time it to where it feels natural. And I talk to them about um, how to clean their lashes, how often they should do it. And whatever thing that I would recommend for them, we'll talk about things that I might have found in their lashes. Like I notice you have a lot of buildup or there's a little bit of leftover this, that or the other, um, which you really should have gotten off when cleaning. But anyway, I just want to make sure that during the service, I'm educating them on something. That way at the end, it's just a recap of it. It doesn't feel like we're going over 50 different things before they leave because they're focused on booking their next appointment, paying for this appointment and leaving, checking their phone. Their husband is asking where they're at. Their kids are waiting to be picked up or whatever it is. So I try to make the actual appointment count for more than just the lashes and also put in the education there too. I just want to take a quick second to thank Gloss Genius for sponsoring today's episode. Made for salons and spas, Gloss Genius is the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance the client experience. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Gloss Genius empowers you to run your full salon in a stylish and smart way while feeling supported at every step. For 50% off for two months, go to glossgenius.com slash signup and enter Lashboss422. Number six is make your space look organized and clean. So I get a little overwhelmed when I see a lot of stuff on the walls, 
a lot of contrasting patterns and textures. It's just a lot to take in. So if your space is more minimal, it feels less chaotic, uh, typically. Now, if everything is very on brand, and honestly, that is someone's brand to be a little bit out there and um, flashy and everything. So I can't speak for everyone, but personally, when I go into a space, I gravitate towards more minimalistic, um, more natural feel. Like I like a lot of plants and greenery. I feel like everyone had these a few years ago, pictures from Hobby Lobby that were just lashes or sayings of lashes. And then everyone like just had these walls of a collage of lash graphics and stuff. I feel like we can we can graduate from that into maybe a more elegant, classy, um, timeless feel. And I'm try- I do not want to offend anyone because this was actually me. I used to do this. Um, but whenever I started to kind of like elevate the experience, the decor and everything came with it. And I no longer had things like that on my walls and um, on our checkout desk and stuff. Um, so hopefully I didn't hurt anyone's feelings. Along with that is uh, making everything clean. Whenever you have dust bunnies on the floor, you hardly sweep or vacuum. You can tell that the mirror hasn't been wiped down, that the sink has a bunch of like water spots on it. You can tell the bathroom is not clean. That just doesn't speak anything positive uh, for you as a professional. So if your space is very clean, I will tell you that whenever we have client feedback come in, That is something that they say. They say everyone was really kind to them, that they loved their lashes, um, that they learned a lot, and that the space was very clean. That is not something that someone just says. I notice that in restaurants, in um, honestly, like any business I go into, I kind of just notice how clean it looks. And I feel like it does matter when we're doing something aesthetic and when we're working on the eyes where we have to be sanitize and everything needs to be disinfected. If you notice on your last tray that you're about to be out of nines and then you just put a strip of nines on the edge of your desk, that doesn't look very clean. That looks like that could get contaminated. If you have a bunch of tape hanging from your light because you want to quickly grab tape and put it on, that doesn't look sanitary. And I will argue that it isn't. I like for everything to look almost like sterile. Um, when it comes to my little tray of lash supplies and my setup, everything kind of like looks really nice and it would make a really good flat lay photo. So it doesn't look like everything is kind of cluttered everywhere. I have the brush that I need. I have the spoolie that I need. I have the iPads that I need. Instead of just having like stacks of iPads and stacks of this and stacks of that on your counter, it really just needs to be what that client needs. Everything else can be tucked away in storage or um, the cabinetry. Just having everything kind of minimal, organized, put away, clean, sanitized really does make the client feel safe. And that's understandable because we're working on her eyes or his eyes. The next thing would be to notate both the styling and anything exciting for the client for their next visit. So if they're going to Mexico on a trip, if they're getting married, notating that, that way you're like, did you get married yet? Or when is your wedding? Every single time versus knowing that her wedding is coming up in November, just 
oh, the wedding's getting super close. What are you, what are you doing this week to prepare? Stuff like that just really makes the client feel seen. I will say that I just heard there is a sixth love language. And if you don't know about love languages, you really should, because it's, it's really cool to um, kind of know what everyone around you is um, and yourself as well. Um, but the sixth one they say is feeling known. Um, and so what this means is say somebody grabs you a little gift and you liked it. You might have thought, oh, my love language is receiving gifts. But if it's the part of the gift of not having a little something, but if it's a part of it that, wow, they know that I would like that and they thought of me, that makes you feel loved, then your love language might be feeling known. And I think in a business, this is a very good way to show love um, is to make a client feel like you know them, that you see them, that you hear them. Um, I think that that speaks volumes to who you are professionally in relation to your clients. So um, keeping their styling information on file is a given. So you should always have exactly what map you did, what curl lengths and adhesive that you used, et cetera. Uh, This is very helpful, especially when they want to change something. I don't know if you've ever been to get your hair done. You're like, I loved what you did last time. And then they can't recreate it because chances are they may have not written it down. And of course, they're not going to remember Every two-week clients that we see in the lash industry, I feel like is easier to remember what we do, and you can kind of see what it is, but there might be small things that they might have said, like, I really felt like my outer corners were droopy, and then you make them droopy again two times later because you forgot that they said that. So just writing things down like that, um, and also writing down their life moments or exciting things that they may have shared with you. That way you can talk about it next time. Of course, after you talk about styling and everything with them, that comes first always. But then um, the funner conversations always come after that. And it's nice if they feel remembered. Next is prep their client gift bags or their welcome bags, whatever you want to call them, before they get there so that at the end, it's not like you're packing all of these things in a bag. You might be adding something to it, but you've already prepped their bag. It makes them feel like, wow, they they knew I was coming and they were prepared and excited for me to come today. Um, I just think it's a special touch. And it's, again, it's completely free. Next is to make the space smell good. So light a candle or use a diffuser. Um, I have a ton of candles at home that I get as gifts. So to do this completely free, you could just use something that you already have. Um, Even better is always using the same exact scent so it becomes recognizable. And then a step further would be having that scent for sale um, because they love the feeling when they come in and they smell that familiar smell. But if they can purchase it at home and recreate that smell, that would be even better. We're almost getting to the end. Just a couple more quick ones. Um, One of them is to offer water to your clients and bonus points. If it is fruit infused, you can chop up um, some cucumber or lemon and it just adds a little extra. um, It just makes a client feel nice and I always feel like I'm getting an extra luxury service just because I'm drinking cucumber water when I go somewhere. So I think it's a really nice touch and cucumber and lemons are very inexpensive. So not technically free, but 
water is free. So you could just offer them plain water if you need to. Also, offering them mints or candy. Um, I think both are a nice touch. So a lot of clients, when they come in to get a service with us at Pink Lady Lash, they'll grab a mint on their way back into the room and then they'll grab one on their way out. I just think it's a nice addition. Um, so we always have mints or something there. Um, that one is technically not free either because you have to purchase that. But just anything that you can think of that you can add um, at your checkout desk or check-in desk, that would be an easy thing to do. Having little spoolies ready to go is, is cool. You could even sell the packs of spoolies, um, especially the little ones. People go crazy for the little spoolies. You can't technically put a little cap on those. So if you sell them in a little pack, that's a really quick sell too because you already have those. Next one would be to always have a blanket and a knee bolster ready for them as soon as they walk in for their service. Um, make sure the blanket is clean and make sure it's comfortable. And um, knee bolsters are something that people don't typically ask for, but most people do want. So you just having that prepared for them um, or, you know, you can like stick it under their knees for them. Just say, hey, do you want something under your knees and just have it ready? Um, whenever you're already sitting down, you're behind them, you're like ready to go and you're like, oh yeah, did you, did you need a blanket? Did you need anything? They don't want to inconvenience you. So they'll usually say no, but what they do mean is yes. <laughs> The last one would be to offer some pre and post communication to the client via email. Um, you could even do this via text as long as it looked professional. I try not to text clients, especially pet names like, hey, babe, hey, girl, like that breaks that professional relationship a little bit. It'll be harder for you to maintain um, that professional relationship on times where that client is um, no showing you or late cancels or something. So I try to always be professional. So we go with email. We will give them a welcome email and this will tell them uh, what to expect, um, the address, they should come with no eye makeup around the eye, that they can bring a podcast to listen to and how long the service will last for. And so this is just a good way to help them prepare for the appointment mentally. Uh, it's also a, a good way for you to kind of show your personality. I said that with the twang a little, uh, to show your personality because you can just show your professionalism in the way that you write and welcome them. I also like to do a follow-up one just to check in with how they're liking their lashes, if they have any other questions. And you can also link your aftercare page on your website just in case that they forgot anything that you said and just open the door for any questions or feedback if there is any. Doing this really does help because when we do this uh, for every single client that comes into Pink Lady, we do get feedback back. A lot of times it's positive, but if it was negative, we would catch it through there versus them feeling so disconnected from us that they don't even feel like they can reach out. And then typically clients that feel that way will just go straight to Google or Yelp to leave a review um, versus just reaching out to the business. So we like to open the door ourselves and just say, hey, we're just checking on you. How did everything go? Do you have any questions about your lashes? And here's aftercare as a reminder. Feel free to reach back out if you have any questions at all. And nine times out of 10, it's great feedback that we get back, if anything. Some people, when they have a good experience, they won't even write back at all. But uh, we, we know that they had a good experience because they're pre-booked and they come to their next appointments 
and they just become a regular client. But um, if there was a client that may have had something that they didn't like about their lashes or their experience, we would get that opportunity to talk to them right then. And what that does is it helps to it gives you an opportunity to show them how you would repair that. And that contributes positively to their overall taste in their mouth of of you as a business owner or business period. So I hope that these things helped you think about the client experience a little bit deeper. These again were all free things that you can do. I feel like enhancing the client experience is one of the biggest returns on investment, I guess, that I've ever had in my business uh, was just looking at things internally and how can we enhance it a little bit. That changed a lot of things in a lot of ways. And I'm going to dedicate another episode to that subject. Uh, So stay tuned. And thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. 